Hi, I'm Tashi from Paint by Tashi Jade Bell on Instagram. Hi, I'm Yonja from Germavolt. And this is the Beauty Business Podcast, a podcast that focuses on the business and legal aspects of the beauty and fashion industry. Well, welcome back to the Beauty Business Podcast. Today, we're going to talk to Dr. Taj Marvi, the founder of La Mav, an amazing clean beauty brand that we are obsessed with. Hi, Dr. Taj. How are you today? I'm really well, thank you, Tashi. How are you? Yeah, good. And we have Yonja here as well. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. Hope everyone's well. Really well, thank you. Really well. And thank you so much for you ladies to have me on. Oh, no. Thank you for coming on our show. Yeah, (laughs) such an honour for us to listen from such an expert such as you. My absolute pleasure. Wonderful. So, Dr. Taj, tell our audience a bit more about yourself, your background. Um, yeah, like how did this all begin? Um, I, uh, I am a, a veterinarian by profession um, and with a master's degree, degree in veterinary pathology. Um, and I have worked most of my time in the pharmaceutical industry in research and development. Um, personally, I am married and we live in Hills District. Um, I have two sons, 28 and 21. Um, no way. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. my goodness. I mean, if yes. for those of you who have not seen Dr. Taj Marvi, you would not have guessed that she has a 28 year old son. That's, that's, you probably look like brothers and sisters. Like, oh crazy. God. Oh my goodness. That it's is all that crazy. good La Mav skincare. That is a huge compliment. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've spent the first um, 24 years of my life in India um, in a state called Punjab. That's where I've born and brought up and uh, Sydney has been my home for the past 30 years and um, I started La Mav in 2008 and um, this is our 14th year. Wow, congratulations. congratulations, that's a huge achievement. Thank you so, so much, thank you. It's amazing. Um, so when was like, it was 2008, like is that when you had your aha moment to start the math? <laughs> so when I, I guess when I reflect back on how and when the idea for the math first sort of took root, um, I feel lucky that in many respects that the process kind of of developing the brand happened um, very organically. Mm-hmm. Um, because my skincare journey literally started um, now 20, 21 years ago um, while struggling with my own skin problem. So after the birth of my second son, who's 21 now, um, I started, um, I guess, the hormonal pigmentation and skin mm. sensitivity. Um, Which is quite common with, with people who've had kids. It is very, very common. And yeah. it is one of very, very difficult um uh, I guess, uh, condition um, to go away because by the time that you find out that you've got melasma, it is, you know, many layers deep in your skin yes. and it it takes time 
for um, all the pigmentation, all the skin yeah. uh, layers to, you know, all, all the skin skin layers to be um, be depigmented or, you know, be, be yeah. come out so that um, your skin is uh, is is perfect again yeah and it's such um, a like yeah because <laughs> i i did a bit of research into that because i've got like pigmentation as well not melasma but more, more yeah freckles yeah. and it is such a, a a complex um you know skin condition so it's not as i think some people think it is really easy to just treat it but it's not um right particularly melasma absolutely um, yeah so wow I, so that I normally say to to everyone that you know with melasma they're like they're, it, it's multifaceted and you just need to and and more stress um, you know is is not good in that situation as well and mm -hmm. I understand that when you've got and I've I've experienced that firsthand um, you just need to be patient and trust the process and continue with it day in day out mm -hmm. um, so I guess you know having experienced all those conditions, hormonal imbalances firsthand, um, that, you know, what it can do to the skin. Um, I wanted to use my experience as a veterinarian, as a pathologist, as a research scientist, um, to become a clean beauty pioneer and offer consumers, um, I guess, a completely holistic approach to healing and caring um, for their skin. That's amazing. And <laughs> Having studied and trialed um, many, many active ingredients to heal my skin, um, it was, I think it was time and it was, it was my dedication to put my, all that in-depth scientific knowledge of the bioactives um, into practice and mm -hmm. to create something um, that was truly unique and something that gives women um, an option, a holistic option to heal and, um, you know, to heal and to uh, cure the skin, basically. Yeah. So would you say, like, this was obviously something that was born out of your own journey to try and find, you know, some remedy or solutions um, and then to, I suppose, share that knowledge? Absolutely. And, well, that yeah. is that that is how it all started. Um, you know, I I worked um, in the pharmaceutical industry, and it is very ha handy to have uh, knowledge and access um, to um, formulation chemists. Um, mm. You know, and so that is basically how my journey started. My chemist friends um, created the formulas, and I guess back then. Um, the bioactives or the natural active ingredients um, were they they were like the, the natural wave had just started in you know back 20 years ago and um, so it took me quite a while um, to utilize those active ingredients that I had access to and mm. to have it um formulated and use it um in your uh, on my own skin and that is literally how these things started and by 2006 um we had uh utilized and used and um you know in in these formulations nearly 100 active ingredients and wow. um yeah. that was when i guess um i i i kind of thought um uh, many of my friends, obviously, I I shared 
these formulas with them. And that is when I guess the idea was actually shared. My, my friend said to me, why don't you, you know, you've got this and you've got this huge knowledge. Um, mm. Why don't you do something like that? And I guess none of my family, I had no business background. Um, I had uh, none of the family had any business background. And, and, you know, my father is a PhD and my father-in-law is a PhD. So, so I, has, so you come from a family of doctors. Geniuses. <laughs> exactly. Let's call them geniuses. Gen- yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I guess um, I just uh, jumped into uh, not knowing what to expect with no marketing knowledge, no business knowledge, uh, with a sheer passion and dedication mm. to put my in-depth knowledge into pr- products that um, the women um, who were going, who could be going through the same skin problems, um, you know, who they can use these products to heal and um, heal their skin and mm. repair their skin. Wow. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> Dr. Taj, oh. have you always had a preference for more um, skincare or beauty products made from natural ingredients? Um, I guess as a as a uh, if if I go back to my roots, um, mm. you know, when I was very young, uh, my mum obviously always used a Ayurvedic ingredients. Um, mm. They were at home. Um, mm. You know, she used um, coconut oil for our hair, um, and she used to give us um, the Ayurvedic ingredients, uh, which is just used on a normal, like on a daily basis in our daily, um, I guess, uh, routine, Um, Mm. you know, if I reflect back, um, things, uh, the ingredients like ashwagandha, holly basil, amla berry, um, you know, we used to consume those um, so that, uh, you know, to ward off natural ailments, um, common colds, etc., so if I go back, I guess we had access to those natural ingredients as growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as, uh, you know, I became a mother, that is kind of when I started looking into um, the natural ingredients. Mm-hmm. Having before um, I was married or pregnant, um, I guess I was a typical veterinarian um, skincare probably wasn't one of my you know uh daily highlights but um (laughs) you know i i was i was very naive in in the entire skincare industry Mm -hmm. um but uh one of the things that i learned as i um as you know i sort of looked deeper into the skincare world is that the cleansing and toning on a daily basis and a cleansing and toning twice a day can take 50% of your anti-aging concerns. Mm. Um, so if someone is cleansing and toning, just simply cleansing and toning twice a day, um, 50% of their skin anti-aging skincare concerns are taken care of. Um, so, you know, there, there is a huge power um, of cleansing and toning twice a day. And I know including myself there were so many people and there's so many women out there who don't cleanse and tone regularly 
and oh yes um, <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 definitely definitely yes now I've, I've come across um yeah a couple of friends um you know with just in general conversation where you know they'll just say I just splash water on my face I'm like what do you mean yeah that is <laughs> yeah. so true that yeah. is absolutely so true yeah and the biggest thing at the moment I don't know if you've noticed Dr Taj is um I've seen particularly in the last 12 months is how much they're hammering sunscreen at the moment into the beauty. Um, that is that is correct. That is very, very true. Is that something that would interest you like later on down the path or is it just too complicated? I know sunscreen can be a bit complicated. So sunscreen ha- has always been, obviously, you know, sun the damage from the sun is, you know, UVA. So A means aging and UVB is B means burning. So UVA and UVB are hitting us on a daily basis and especially mm. where the rays are, um, you know, hitting our skin and, and, and to on, on, on the earth directly. Um, so definitely, uh, you know, sunscreen has been, uh, one of the uh, one of the products or one of the highlights in the skincare industry mm. forever because um, you know it can cause damage and it can cause um, uh, harm to the to to the, to the skin um, mm. on on various levels. Um, however, um, for me, um, skin uh, the um, sunscreen um, has always been uh, one of in our research and development that has always been. Um, you know, one of the very um, important projects. Um, mm. I have tried sunscreen, obviously, as a certified organic brand. I mm-hmm. would want to um, create a product which obviously is certified organic. However, to do a sunscreen that is a certified organic, um, it is a little bit of challenge. And yeah. um, however, you know, we are not giving up and um, maybe we will introduce something that is just na- just natural. We've got so many um, brands doing so many beautiful sunscreens that are natural. And um, um, but I guess um, it is one of the projects that is um, ongoing. And um, yeah, um, once we finalize, once we are happy with the formula, probably we will um, in- incorporate in our range. Oh, I'm Amazing. very excited because I do love your products very much. Thank um, you very, very much. And uh, and I, I like how as as you grew up, you were exposed to all the Ayurvedic and natural herbal therapies, mm. and, which you've now incorporated into the range of Lamev. Exactly, exactly. Ayurveda, um, in a simple terms, it means just a science of knowledge. Um, mm. or knowledge of science and you know at at Lamav obviously we find um, the inspiration in yoga um, as in the same way we take a holistic approach to health beauty um, yeah. and well-being yeah and uh, you know Ayurvedic medicine it's one of the the oldest holistic you know healing systems mm. in the world mm. um, and um, you know I Ayurveda embraces the holistic view um, mm. of how, you know, our, our body, mind um, and spirit, they all exist 
in this delicate balance. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so it's important, I guess, from, from, from your learnings that um, to have beautiful skin, it's all also about mind, body and soul. It's a combination. It's a combination. It's a yeah. balance between things. Because I, I think I, you know, we, Dr. Tara's like, you know, you can't just rely on your skincare routine. Like, you know, it does come down to like, you know, even things like your sleep, your diet, um, stress levels. Uh, so, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So when you're taking like that holistic approach, you're kind of, you know, um, looking a bit of everything and, um, yeah, so the herbs have been um, always an, a very, very important part of my life growing mm. up, as I mentioned. Um, you know, the, the, the Ayurveda, um, living in, in India, um, you know, Ayurveda has been a very, very important part of my life. Um, mm. it, it, it basically emphasising emphasized good health and prevention yeah of illness uh, yeah. through simple lifestyle practices and um, simple things like, you know, massaging um, your, your body. Um, it, is, it is called abhyanga, um, yeah. a self-massage. Um, you know, early morning you wake up, either whether you do it before um, having a bath or after having a bath, um, just a simple massage. And that sort of uh, gets your lymph flowing, yeah. so, you know, lymphatic drainage, so any blockage that's been um, in your uh, in your body, um, you know, there is a skin attached to our um, our sort of you know um, muscles, um, mm. the, you know, yeah, to our to our body. Um, it is just a simple massage, it's a simple act of uh, sort of get your blood um, circulation going, and simple things like meditation. It's just taking five minutes out of your day morning, night, whenever it suits you, just to calm your mind of mm -hmm. what's going on around you. And um, I guess I've been practicing yoga now um, for, for nearly 20 years and um, at, that has been impacted my life in many, many ways. Um, and, and, and herbs, as I said, that has been a very important part of my life growing up. And that was the reason why we introduced the um, the inner beauty products because I wanted to bring in those um, ingredients and mm. you know I guess three main mm. ingredients that we've been um, we've been uh, using it I've been using it you know from the, the, my very younger days of my life mm. which is ashwagandha holly basil and mm. amla berry and we use um, as as in our food. Um, we use turmeric on a daily basis. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Most of the yeah. Indians do. Yeah. And, you know, turmeric and curcumin has just been, we we just know as a modern can day, I, we just. Can I yes, just please. say that um, apparently when I was doing some research on a, on a separate note, that yeah. um, the lowest cancer rates in the world are in India mm. and that's because of their diet because they have so many amazing spices and herbs they just use natural spices and herbs you know in their in their food that they have the lowest cancer rates in the world mm. that is so true and that is absolutely um you're right uh, Tashi that because um 
there's that these herbs are that's our life that's what we eat that's yeah. how we eat it i mean even a simple tea um you know the 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 indian or punjabi chai that how i, I have it you know on a daily basis mm. i put fennel seeds cardamom yeah. um you know cloves um the these things like that's cinnamon that's in my tea every day and yeah. it's not even uh, th these are the herbs it's a part yeah. of our life that's that's who yeah. we are that's that's how i'm born and brought up and 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 you know that's how we live our lives yeah. and and you know what it, i love is where you know it's because you you draw so much inspiration from your culture right and this is absolutely. how you grew up you this is what you were brought up with this is what your mother gave you or you know and and a lot of us have this even tashi yourself you know having the you know the you know if we talk about the chinese medicine yes. and, and mm. the traditions and and rituals you know and the thing that i love like you know living in australia is we we are such a multicultural you know society where we yeah. all get to share this with each other so it's bringing you know that indian culture and the chinese culture and infusing and there's so much knowledge and power there and that it's just amazing like so to true, see yeah. like your brand for example and and many others actually doing something with it that's mm. you know what i mean like it's always like these things that are passed down by tradition you know absolutely i mean this this brand started as a skincare but um over time because you know especially the last three years um stress has um has has had an impact on you know everyone and mm. in some way shape or form mm. and more than ever um, we need to, I guess, bring those simple things that were not considered as medicine. Those herbs, um, you know, were not considered as medicine. They were a part of life. I mean, mm -hmm. adaptogens, these ashwagandha, holly basil, tulsi, um, you know, to, um, and amla berry, they are just a natural adaptogen. They, yeah. they typically fight with the inflammation in our body. They protect yeah. our cells cells from the oxidative damage they assist with the body's response to those stressors so they are they're not they 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 are adaptogens so that that is a kind of a daily dose of adaptogen mm. neutralizing and, it, and, it, and it's natural form too absolutely absolutely and it's got you know that that was the way of our life lives back then it wasn't mm considered as medicine yeah 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 because i remember like if if i would get sick with the flu my mum would go go eat a garlic yeah that's it exactly <laughs> and, and we used to get given akaya so my mum would make make uh, you know a herbs she would boil the herbs and that is what she would give us before yeah. you know she would give us any panadols or paracetamol yeah. or anything else that is yeah. what we used to get you get a tummy ache that is what you get yeah you know? and it's so funny as kids, like you don't see it because you'd be like oh my god like here comes like mummy medicine you know like she's yes, the but as you got you know you would find that you know as we mature and, and you think of all that inspiration now that you've drawn from your childhood and the things that you've grown up in <laughs> grown absolutely, up with absolutely absolutely um, and that's what um, i want valuable I've it is 
totally. And and that's what I've used with my own kids as well. I've given them things here that, you know, those those herbs before mm. I would actually go and see, see a doctor. Mm. That's yeah. so yeah. good. So, the was one of the first Australian holistic brands and definitely ahead of its times in Australia and internationally. What were some of the challenges you faced in the beginning? Uh, if I had to, um, I think one of the biggest roadblocks that I have faced as a um, a female founder and a a business owner, mm. um, it's simply to shift the perception of certified organic and natural beauty. Mm. Um, as when we when we launched back in two thousand and eight, mm. um, the consumers were not were That's still savvy. unsure mm. about yeah mm. products that were claiming to be hundred percent mm. natural or clean. Mm. Um, I mean, this, uh, things have changed somewhat in recent years, but there is still that notion amongst, I guess, the beauty experts um, that the natural skincare um, can't deliver the same results as cosmeceutical grade formulas. Mm, um, yes. While I've always known that, you know, this is untrue, mm. um, and, and I guess I create the formulas with... Um, the scientifically proven um, bioactives that yes. do deliver the same, um, if not better results um, mm. than their uh, synthetic counterparts. And mm-hmm. this has been a, a, a roadblock block that I um, have had to overcome time and time again. That's so true. I see, I, I see a lot of, um, I guess, science-based uh, influences who make it, their daily task yes. <laughs> to downplay clean beauty when, well, I'm just using the clean beauty as a, as a broad term, but, you know, Correct. more, uh, you know, products that are made of n- natural pro- uh, ingredients. Um, when you, Le Mav itself does clinical, clinical testings on your products, don't you? That is correct. That yeah. is correct. So, so you Tassi, are actually are... science-based. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All our bioactives that we use in our products, they are they come with um, a um, efficacy data mm. and the safety data. Mm. So um, I, I I completely understand, and I guess the all the science-based influencers um, they do have a point uh, that they are. Obviously, they've done their research, and when it comes to, I guess, research, I, me being a research scientist as well, mm. um, what I do believe is that there is a lot that we don't know. True. Um, I am not saying that whatever they are um, talking about that is untrue. Absolutely, mm. that is true because they have had that scientific knowledge, and they have had they have done those that scientific research. But what where Lamav is coming from is that there is a lot that we don't know. Mm. Um, whatever, every person makes a decision on the basis of the fact that has been given to that, that particular person and, you know, how you want to incorporate that knowledge um, in when you are deciding to use a product or not use a product, it is up to the consumers. Mm. Um 
all I'm saying is that all our bioactives, they have, they do come with that are incorporated into Lamav products. That is number one certified organic. They are cruelty free. They are um, safety. Um, they they are certified um, from the Safe Cosmetics Australia. Mm. Um, and they also are 100% vegan. Mm. Um, mm. We do not incorporate any animal ingredient. We do not test on animals and we do not um, uh, use ingredients that, that are animal derived. Um, and so there is those multi-level, um, I guess, um, uh, formulas that we are utilizing mm. um, and on the top um, all the bioactives they come with an efficacy and safety data mm. and um, we utilize and we decide which ingredients to incorporate into our products based on all those um, all that scientific, scientific knowledge, knowledge as well yeah. as mm. the holistic knowledge mm. Um, mm. so and and people want to all the consumers they want to use x y z that is you know they need to um understand and they need to uh review or they need to um uh decide which mm. particular thing uh, or which particular product that they want to want to utilize and mm -hmm. i'm not denying yeah. the science and i'm not mm. denying <clears throat> everything out there um you know it, it comes from a basis and um yeah. all the influencers obviously they do have i think they uh, over dramatize it a bit like there's one yes. who says oh actually clean beauty um you know clean beauty um, advocates are killing us which i think is an over dramatization clean beauty advocates are killing us is yeah. this from an influencer perspective well i have seen one who is, ah, is saying okay. that and and that gets me rather upset because like you dr taj i grew up uh, with my mum giving me herbs so yeah. you know if i was sick or nauseous there's ginger we have honey we have ginseng yeah. goji berries and and every every week we would have like herbal soups to, you know, balance ourselves out. Yeah. So I know that they do work, and you can also see from just by looking like people in India on a traditional um, uh, what do you call it uh, meal traditional meal plan or yeah. in yeah. Asia those are on traditional meal plans. Even in Japan, they have like the most, you know, um, people over a hundred years old, all wow. have, all taking traditional um, food plans, and yes. it, it just the that amount of evidence already shows that you yeah, know, and that's like hundreds of years yeah. of evidence. That's yeah. not something new. It's not um, new. It's been like no. it's, it's ancient practices. It is that yeah. I tried yeah. and tested. And, exactly, and, and and it is true. We haven't had the the science hasn't quite caught up yet, but correct. it doesn't mean that these things don't work. They yeah. do if you mm. have a a worldview. I feel sometimes some people just are so micro focused on yes. things that it it upsets me. You know what I mean? Like mm. um, and. 
Do you know what it is, Tashi? Like, yeah. I mean, if, if it comes down to it, look, people are, uh, like, particularly if you want to use consumers in, in this day and age, they're way more savvy. Yes. Like, you yeah. know, we have so much access to information, right or wrong. Now we you do, know, like yeah. Someone can, someone can put, like, something stupid on TikTok, right, and and it's like it becomes a thing, you know. Yes. And But that um, must have been one of the challenges that you had to face, wasn't it, Dr. Taj? The education of, yes. um, yeah, your uh, community or, you know, potential consumers of your products like to educate them on what all of these uh, things mean and showing the clinical studies that back them up as well. Absolutely. The bioactives was a very new term and um, initially when I started working you know 2003, um, four, we mm. that was the, the, the term that um, science scientists use is just the active ingredient and um, yeah. whenever what, what I used to mention that word that obviously all those um, ingredients that I was using it's kind of they have uh, they're not your base ingredients they are ingredients that have scientific and safety um, and efficacy data attached to them so mm. they become active because they mm. are active they mm. they deliver some results so that's the reason why we call it active ingredient. So say, for example, in Panadol, paracetamol is the active ingredient. Mm, Same mm. way, um, you know, vitamin C, vitamin A, they are the active ingredient. Yeah, but the yeah. term active ingredient was um, not that easy for a, um, you know, a layman to understand. So I started calling the active ingredients bioactives that are, you know, they have got um, uh, a, a little bit more um, data or they are active, they mm. are bioactive, norm, more than or above um, than your base ingredients, um, mm. like your Jehovah oils or your rosemary extract or, or macadamia oil, etc. So mm. yes, um, you know, making this, um, making people understand um, the difference between the normal ingredients or, or base ingredients or the carrier oils and the active ingredients was a little bit difficult to to start with. Um, obviously, you know the the consumers and the industry um, have sort of grown from back then. Mm. Um, but yes, that was one of the initial challenges, um, you know, to running and and starting a holistic brand as well. Dr. Tash, can I just ask one question? Is there yeah. a difference? You know when they label clinically tested or dermatological, what is a dermatologist tested? Yes. Is there like a difference between the two? Um, yeah, the, the thing is that um, there are many different terms and many different ways um, that they do test, test and there are um, different protocols. Um, the, so the protocols are in the scientific world um, there are different protocols set for each um, term that they are allowed to use. Mm -hmm. um, so if you say clinically tested um, and that would be would have had a specific protocol. Um, mm -hmm. For example, if you wanted to um, say that your a product your product is a or your active ingredient is uh, clinically tested, then you need to show, 
that that ingredient or that product or that end product or you know that active ingredient has mm-hmm. been tested in x number of um uh people mm-hmm. um or it is uh, and and some of these uh, or some of these experiments they could also be just the lab tested and mm-hmm. so they mm-hmm. grow they grow you know collagen they in um so that is just you know they are clinically tested but they are tested in the lab um, okay. on the yeah. on the tissues not on in vitro testing ah, mm-hmm. okay. in vitro testing mm-hmm. and then there are there is a pro- and and the protocol for dermatologically tested yeah. that is completely different from yeah. a an efficacy clinical testing Mm-hmm. And so safety testing is very different. So safety testing for example um is um where you are allow- you, you are supposed to test um an ingredient um you know um one time the dose and then five times the dose and then 10 times the dose and yeah. then you know you are also in that experiment you mm. are also have to have a placebo. So yeah. what what um what I'm trying to say is that these different uh terms have got a different protocols attached yeah. to each term to prove that that you know term can be used because mm. we have done that x test or we have done that x experiment. Yeah. Mm. It's so it's so interesting because I am seeing a lot more of yeah people yeah. using those terms but i can't help but question yeah. whether they're actually doing that you know what i mean like no um, i i think I they, do have, they have to yeah, from I a do. legal point of view correct if they correct. make I that claim they have to have they, they have, have to have, have data yeah, yeah exactly i mean because the, they can be pulled up you know by anyone yeah and, by the and, fair um, trade commission correct for being correct. you know illegal yeah. like Uh, falsely representing yourself representing but, yeah but there are some like niche be- clean beauty brands i guess who um don't help the the situation where they come up with products with claims where they are yeah. not clinically tested or dermatologist tested that that, is that doesn't that is help correct. that doesn't help no that all. doesn't help definitely yeah. um yes. i mean I you know when that that is absolutely right um the 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 clinical testing is um you know if if you are to um create a proper clinical trial um it costs thousands and thousands and hundreds mm. of thousands of dollars mm. um to properly uh you that's, know train yeah. that process yeah that's what i mean because there's so much um investment involved to Correct. actually go through this and we all know like every industry has its cowboys right like yeah. <laughs> you know because they they're like hey let's do this and don't worry we'll just call it clean we'll say it's vegan you know because that that's what's happening right now you know um because that's the fad um yeah. it's just it it does make it difficult i suppose for people like you and your brand who has such a you know um science backed yeah like yeah. an an ethical background mm-hmm. to the way you formulate something you know it it would be frustrating right to see this stuff like that would happen 
It is, it is, it is. But um, I guess the brands like ours, they are doing what they what they can out there to make a difference. And mm. um, um, I, 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 my hats off to all those, you know, true uh, clean beauty brands, um, small brands, and there are so many that I love. And mm. um, you know, I, I love the the, the, the female founders, and uh, I am inspired by them every mm. single day. Um, because, you know, a small brand, small business, it's not easy to run and to, um, to continue, um, mm. with, 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 with the, you know, bringing out new products, um, and, and, um, but all these expensive experiments, uh, we, we, we can't, we can't keep on doing it and we can't do it sometimes. Mm. Um, so it's, um, uh, yeah, so that's the, that's the industry, but yeah, the, those clean beauty pioneers or those clean beauty brands, um, they are making a big difference um, yeah. in this industry and my hat's off to them. Mm-hmm. And hats off to you, Dr. Taj, because you're, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're the first one. <laughs> you were the first one. one. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. So we'll move on to the next question. Um Dr. Tash, talk to us about your views on sustainability in the beauty beauty industry. Um, sustainability, how we take it is obviously sustainability is multifaceted, and um, mm-hmm. I guess um, uh, we we take um, sustainability our um, very very seriously. Um, first of all, obviously at Lamar, we have always been committed to build our brand. Um, with a conscience and um, we take a holistic view um, to health, to beauty and well-being. And first and foremost um, on that, uh, you know, walking on that path was um, to create the products that are certified organic. And mm-hmm. so the from, um, you know, from our processes to, um, to sourcing the ingredients, um, you know, that, that ingredients that we put a lot of emphasis on um, the importance of ethical sourcing. Um, we are supporting um, the uh, local communities where possible um, mm. and, you know, environmentally friendly processes and procedures, how everything mm. is processed. Mm. Um, and, you know, using the ingredients um, that are good for our bodies as well as um, to our environment. So it all mm-hmm. starts with the with our formulas. And that is the first and foremost thing that we we do. And then obviously, um, all our efforts to create formulas that are um, vegan, that are um, you know um, uh, animal friendly. Um, and um, so our our mission um, is to use science to develop the formula that provide a luxurious experience mm. and deliver the optimal results you know, for your skin. Mm. Um, and um, so um, obviously as a, as, a, as a brand, we are incredibly passionate about the sustainability and we are dedicated to being as transparent as mm-hmm. possible um, so that we can become a conscious leader within our um, skincare industry. Um, Amazing. So, yeah, yeah, while the brand mm. has evolved, you know, my vision um, has still of remain steadfast to inspire the women to elevate their daily self-care ritual with skincare products you know that are synergistically 
Um, they work synergistically to repair, um, rejuvenate and restore, restore the balance um, to their skin. Um, because as I always say, no women should have to sacrifice their health for beauty. Mm. Mm. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was the journey like to having the first certified organic anti-aging skincare? Um, so if I talk about my journey um, as, as sort of, you know, starting from the beginning, mm. um, when, you know, in 2005, 2006, when I was even just thinking um, of creating um, you know that that a, a brand. There were three things that were um, incredibly important um, to me. Um, so the first one being as a, as a as a vet, um, my products had to be cruelty free, mm. and this was the biggest non negotiable for me. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. And secondly, um, I was a a mum, or I am. I was a mum, so it was very important for me. Um, that the formulation needed to be um, toxin-free and mm -hmm. organic. Um, yeah. And also because I was a research scientist and a product development, so the third most important element uh, in that my journey was that I needed to know that the ingredients or the bioactors that I was using um, were well-researched and efficacious and mm -hmm. that is why we use the bioactive ingredients to formulate um, our, our, our products. And um, I think for me, uh, what's, you know, really rewarding um, is that, you know, I get to fuse these ingredients together um, and, you know, I, I, I get to fuse my creative suits to, to create these products that, are, that have revolutionised um, mm. what is possible um, within the skincare um, and to see our customers truly transform um, their skin is a real thrill um, mm. and that is one of the most important thing um, you know overall um, as, as a journey uh, of, of creating this brand that is uh, you know truly rewarding. How did you I mean when you were starting the brand I mean um, you was your goal to be the first certified organic anti-aging skincare at your time? So I mean, because we then, were the, yeah, there wasn't yeah. there wasn't that much information, and everybody was like, "Is either you're in the cosmeceuticals or you're in the natural sort of fuzzy Correct. realm." So, so, so we were the um, as as I mentioned, you know, mm. um, when I had melasma and when I had um, you know skin sensitivity mm. um, I basically wanting to use something that was truly you know natural mm. um, and so that sort of idea came and I'm sure that there are so many mums out there um, you know who had the same um, way of thinking because they didn't want to use you know harsh chemicals on their body because they've got mm, kids around mm. them yeah, and yeah. you know we 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 kiss our kids, we hug our kids, so we didn't want to. It's the same way I didn't mm. want to use chemicals on our, on my body. Um, and um, so um, one of the things when I went to a dermatologist back then, one of the things that one of, one of the ingredients that I was given 
or a, 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 um, a formula that I was prescribed had a, an ingredient called hydroquinone. And hydroquinone, as we know now, yeah. is a skin bleach and it's a endocrine disruptor. Mm-hmm. So I, I had that knowledge or I had that knowledge to sort of look at the label and mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. what hydroquinone can do to your body. Um, and even Whereas your average was, Jade is not going to know that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. And you imagine, um, you know, that, 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 that one ingredient. So even if I was um, to say that maybe if it was given for a, for a week or two or three weeks, I could have said that, okay, if the melasma is going to go, for me, with me using hydroquinone for three weeks, I can maybe do it. But hydroquinone has got its own other topical side effects. We won't go into that. Mm, but yeah. internally, I was supposed to use it on a long term. And mm-hmm. even though I have had kids at that time, both of my sons were, you know, they, they were born. I was, we decided not to have more children. And even though, you know, I, I thought that um, it's not going to have any impact on my, I guess, fertility side of things. But, um, you know, I had my whole life. It's an endocrine disruptor and it, it dif- disrupts the, you know, mm. endocrine system of, of my body. And I had mm. my whole life. Mm. Um, we, our body is so complex and, mm. uh, you know, all the hormones or all the ingredients that are given or that are applied to the skin that goes into our body has impact on at multiple levels. And mm. um, so I didn't want to um, expose that much hydroquinone, my system with that much hydroquinone. So I decided to not go into utilizing that particular ingredient on a longer base, longer time basis. So that was kind of, and when, I, so I was dedicated to use only the um, natural active yeah. ingredients that delivered results, mm-hmm. but at the same time had a safety profile mm-hmm. that it did not do any harm to the rest of my body. Mm-hmm. So when we, in 2006, there were not many brands here in Australia using the natural ingredients. As mm-hmm. I mentioned, you know, 20 years ago, the natural wave had just started because mm-hmm. the people that, or the, or the companies that, uh, cosmetic companies that used to uh, create the synthetic ingredients, they mm-hmm. had started they had started making or, uh, you know, uh, creating the natural ingredients, bioactive. Mm. And so um, I also had um, faced many challenges um, initially to um, provide that data to mm. the certification authorities as well mm. because even our local certification authorities, um, they were not... Um, uh, up to scratch. You know, they <laughs> oh, did well, not know. Not, yeah, they no had never. Yeah. Mm. They had never. They mm. did not had a brand, a certified organic that was incorporating those natural mm. ingredients. Mm. So, in initially, I facilitated a lot of that process where wow. I okay. supplied that data to them. Mm. Um, twenty fast forward twenty years, and now um, those 
companies who make the natural ingredient, mm. they provide all the data to our, um, you know, cert certifiers. But mm -hmm. initially, yes, it was very challenging um, to even um, create um, these ingredients and then mm. and, uh, the formulas with, with these natural active ingredients and then to provide certified. all the data to mm. the certifiers as well. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that was that was very challenging. And educating the clients that was or customers, that was, again, another level. Um, mm. So, yeah, yeah, it What's, was a journey. With the certification, do you go through, like, several layers of approval or do you gather all of your data and then just submit it in one go? Uh, so yes, a any natural. So obviously, the initially they mm. um, they um, th there is you know you need to all the ingredients. You list the ingredients, all the ingredients that you use in all of your formulas, and then you basically supply the data. And that was what originally happened. Mm. So we had our formulation. We launched the the brand with the, um, fifteen products. Mm -hmm. um, and there were two variations, so there were 17 products, so there were two variations of one product. So, um, mm -hmm. And so um, we list all the ingredients, and then, you know, the, the first step was to supply all the data. Um, and as we now um, grow and, and introduce new products, so any new ingredients, any new bioactives, we supply the flowcharts of how that active ingredient is um, processed mm. along the way, how it is extracted mm. from the plant mm. and how does how do we incorporate into our formulas. Um, so that is a process um, in itself. It mm, takes time laborious. and mm. it is quite laborious, but it is very important and that is, um, I guess, uh, the cornerstone of, of our, mm. our brand. Um, we research and development and utilizing those bioactives is mm -hmm. um is is the most important things and you know we we cross over to the holistic world where we utilize that modern science but the you know ancient knowledge of the ingredients mm. um and and say for example um the the ashwagandha holly basil amla berry that is incorporated into our um, to inner beauty products, the mm. Ayurvedic uh, beauty powder, mm. as well as in the beauty restore. So the inner beauty is very new, but mm. these ingredients are ancient. They are mm. used by Ayurveda Veda five thousand mm. years ago. Yeah. So we still Just use that. that time. But, mm. Correct. But I needed to, you know, they are incorporated into our skincare as well. So mm. I supply all that data to our certifiers and um, so that is a process and back then we were the first one to incorporate these bioactives mm. into the certified organic product um, and then one of the products that I used to use was you know obviously a foundation um, on the skin so in 2012 um, we were the first one to um, launch the certified organic, mm. um, Australia's first certified organic BB cream. And that has become the number one product since the day that it was launched. Oh, so, um, wow. yeah, yeah. Wow. You must be so <laughs> proud of yourself. Yeah, you know? yeah. I bet your parents are so proud of you. 
<laughs> they sure. are. They are. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Okay, Dr. Tash, I know this is going to be a tough question because it's kind of like asking which one is your favourite kid. <laughs> <laughs> but what are the hero products from the MAV collection? Um, okay. Yes, it is a very, very it is, tough isn't question. It? <laughs> it is a very, very tough question. Um, I'm going to answer that, um, you know, I'm going to step back and answer that in a way that, um, you know, I do justice to the bioactives as well as to the products. Mm, um, yeah. So when, if you, if you, if you have to even just step back, um, my top four um, bioactive ingredients of all times and, you know, trialed and tested in the cosmeceutical world um, are the um, vitamin A, vitamin C, hyaluronic acid, mm. and uh, the omega-3, 6, 7, and 9. Mm. So, you know, even the beauty experts of the world, mm. they swear by these four ingredients. Mm -hmm. So uh, vitamin A, um, up until a few years ago, there wasn't a natural alternative of the vitamin A and we are just so so lucky um, to have access to bakuchiol um, which is again another Indian um, plant um, mm -hmm. uh, you know it, it, it is grown in in India and also in China mm -hmm. um, the yep. bakuchiol comes from that the bakuchiol is vitamin A mm -hmm. um, it fights acne it fights wrinkles it fights the dullness on the skin and it increases the cellular turnover um, of the skin. So as we age, that's the first thing that, you know, changes in our skin. Mm -hmm. um, our skin turns over every 28 days. And when we, as we age, it becomes, um, you know, um, 28 to 35 to, you know, 60 to 90. And then there is that, you know, dead skin cells that are sitting on the skin um, that, um, creates sort of a dull um, <laughs> look to the skin and mm -hmm. vitamin A um, increases the cellular turnover. Vitamin mm -hmm. C, as we know, um, it um, promotes, um, it, it is a powerful antioxidant. Um, it is also, um, you know, uh, a brightening ingredient because it's an anti-tyrosinase inhibitor and it also promotes collagen production. Um, hyaluronic acid you know, each molecule of hyaluronic acid um, can absorb a thousand times of its own weight in mm -hmm. moisture. So mm -hmm. it, it, it makes the skin plump. So um, in those um, weather, um, weathers where, um, uh, you know, the, the skin becomes drier, um, just even one molecule of hyaluronic acid um, when sitting on the skin, when used, it can plump the skin by... Um, uh, absorbing thousand times uh, of moisture than its own weight, and then comes omega three, six, seven, and nine. That is pure um, nutrition to your skin. Mm -hmm. It just gives your skin, um, you know, repair um, and rejuvenation that it needs um, when it's repairing on a daily basis. So mm -hmm. these four ingredients, I always say to people um, when customers ask. You use these three to four ingredients as in the form of um, a serum or a booster or a facial oil um, at least three to four times a week. 
Mm. Um, so either morning or night. Um, vitamin C, vitamin natural vitamin C and vitamin um, vitamin A, um, hyaluronic acid, they all can be used morning or night. Um, as well as, um, you know, three, all you need to do is three to four times um, a week. Um, and, um, you know, I generally recommend people having two or three different types of serum and alternate their serum day, night, or mm -hmm. you know, on a daily basis. Mm, um, yeah. And then one of the, uh, so when it comes to the actual products, um, so Bacuchiol 4%, retinol, um, uh, vitamin A, natural retinol alternative, is one of my favorite um then daily vitamin c serum um and the as well as vitamin c brightening oil is one of my favorite because that's a product that delivered the results for me back then mm -hmm. um and then a cleansing product um a cleanser sweet orange balancing cleanser mm, um we've sold that. over yeah yeah, yeah. So and good. that has been yeah. one of my favorite from day one um and um yeah so if i had to and and obviously bb cream there is not even a day that has gone by that i haven't used the bb cream mm. it contains the natural sunscreen and it um you know it um it gives the skin a really natural um look um and it i utilize that as a finishing product on a daily basis mm. so yeah there I'll you have, have to it. buy that BB cream. I haven't tried that one. I now I want all of them. I I'm tried like... the, um, <laughs> the uh, your vitamin C oil. I really love that. And your cancer. Do I pronounce it correctly? Cancer or cancer one? Cancer one. The cancer so is, yeah, cancer is a... Um, it's such a cool tool, uh, Yonja. You know, I, I gave you a, a gua sha. The cancer one mm -hmm. is like 10 times cooler. I'm just like literally on the website and I'm like, <laughs> and looking. Is oh. this the um, Kanza wand? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. it. So cool. Thank you, Tassie. Okay, you. what is it, the tube key? So the tube key is just a key that actually utilized. Um, so we've used um, the aluminium tubes for um, the masks, mm. three masks, and the um, two um, the um, um, alpha hydroxy acid um, facial exfoliator and the Jehovah beads exfoliator. So mm. they all go in an aluminium tube, and um, with the key, it is easy to open them, and it is easy to um, sort of you know, to get the product out so mm, that you yeah. are not twisting nice. and, yeah, yeah to That's maximize the product It's just like a, like a strip. It has a it, hole in it, like a strip. It rolls yeah, on the... Yeah, and the then you just twist the key so that yeah. you get the maximum product or all of the product Correct. out of the all aluminium the tube. Very cool. It's very cool. Correct. Yeah. So, um, so cool. I'm just, I'm just like looking at um, You're just oh, looking at it. You. I'm shopping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank so you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dr. Taj, last question. If there is any wisdom, tips, tricks for budding beauty uh, entrepreneurs out there, what, what are some of the things that, you know, lessons you've learned? Um. I, I guess everyone's journey is different, um, and no, ma no matter 
what idea you have for your business or um, it's essential to be patient, um, to be resilient, I would say, um, and most importantly, um, believe in yourself. Um, mm -hmm. Launching a brand or a product, um, uh, it, it can be all-consuming, so it's just so important um, to be, I guess, driven, um, mm. but also, you know, practice patience with yourself, um, not to worry too much if you falter um, yeah. at the first hurdle. That's the biggest thing. Um, ultimately, if you if you believe in yourself and if you believe in your idea, um, you will find success. Wonderful. That's so good advice. Thank you so much, Dr. Taj. Thank you, Dr. Thank Taj. So, Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you. Thank mm. you so much for having me here. So for our listeners who want to find you and or find Lamav, where should they go? Um, so Lamav, uh, we have a um like every every other brand, we have a website which is www.lamav.com. Um, but we are also um, sold through throughout Australia, um, mostly in the um, health food stores. Mm. Um, and and um, so there is on our on our website there is a um, stockist page mm. uh, where they may find. So we are stocked in uh, nearly four hundred stores um, all over Australia. Um, and, wow. um, yeah, yeah. And, um, we, uh, are, we also export to some of the countries, um, mm -hmm. and, uh, so Lamar can also be found in, um, um, some of the export countries as well. Wonderful. Amazing. And on, Thank you. on socials, you're Lamav on Instagram, is that right? Lamav Organics. Lamav Organics. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time today, Dr. Taj. It's been such a pleasure. We've learned so much from you and, you know, it's so such an honour to talk to the pioneer of clean beauty in Australia. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank, thank you so, you so much. much. Okay. Thanks, Yan and Taishi. Thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun um, chatting with you guys. Lovely. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, I mean, truly appreciate you listening in. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a rating and a review. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and iHeartRadio. You can also find us on our website, thebeautybusinesspodcast.com and Instagram at thebeautybusinesspodcast. And on Facebook at The Beauty Business Podcast. Feel free to email us at info at thebeautybusinesspodcast.com or DM us if there are any issues you would like us to cover. Thank you. Thank you, and we hope you will join us for episode. our next episode.